Welcome to the Rat Tribe podcast. I've got uh, David and Affy, as usual, and we've got Corey. How's it going, Corey? Yeah, uh, I've not slept in like 20 hours or something, but golden. Why Why do you never sleep? I always see you on a uh, messenger when I'm at work at like five in the morning. <laughs> well, to quote arguably the, the Beatles of, you know, this generation, we will never sleep because sleep is for the weak. So, so do you never sleep? That would be the horizon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Beatles of our generation, get away. So are you a big fan of the, uh, the emo scene? I describe myself as like perpetually stuck in an emo phase, so I think it comes with the territory, really. <laughs> oh, I remember all them days. That was, that was good fun, that. When you had hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you allowed to be emo without hair? Is that a thing? You're a BMO. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm bold, to be honest. No, I feel the most shaving the reddies when they try joining the punk scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I could be described as a skinhead, no, could I? One of them mm. far right skinheads. Skinheads weren't uh, fascists to begin with, they were just part of a scene. It all came about when people started deciding that the, uh, the colour of the laces on your docks meant something. It's like, have you ever heard of the uh, bandana cord? Yeah, like Crips and Bloods. Yeah, it kind of. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I was in LA, it's really bad. If you go down, like, for example, if you had a red bandana hanging out your left pocket, mm. that means you're <laughs> And then if you have a blue one hanging out the other pocket, then you're a crip. Because if you go into a crip neighborhood, wearing anything red like that, you're fucked. I know lots of people have got beaten up going down the wrong neighborhood. Okay, no. I'm, I'm just going to um, touch on that because it's slightly different to what I've uh, been reading. But if you have a black one coming out of your uh, back pocket... I can't know where this is going. Yeah, <laughs> it you're into s <laughs> a, a dark blue one is anal sex, a light blue one is oral sex, brown is scat, green is a hustler or a prostitution, grey is bondage, orange is anything goes, Purple is piercing, red is fisting, and yellow is water sports. Wow. Well, anything else in a prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Brown boys so, all the way. Remember I used to wear a bandana after? I don't actually. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. Was it a red one for fisting? Yeah, I think it was. was that... fisting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, what have you been up to? Uh, you, you actually sent me a song last night, and um, it reminded me a little bit of Lil Peep. In, I think you said you, you hadn't listened to him before. What sort of things are you listening to to sort of get that sound at the minute? What, what's inspiring you? Absolutely nothing whatsoever in, inspired that. That was me just uh, dicking around with a with a doll. I don't I don't have a MIDI keyboard, so I have to like use an actual computer keyboard for, for playing keys with. Wow. <laughs> I feel, I feel a lot of what I've listened to just doesn't come hand in hand with the music I'm writing at the time. Really. Right, yeah, yeah. At the moment, I've been on a big hotel books binge, if you've heard of them. I think no. expanding world, one of them anyway. They make music in the form that it's sort of music, but it's, <laughs> it's, that, it's really emo. It's all like spoken word poetry and shouting oh, poetry. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's all really like deep heavy shit you know it's, yeah yeah I kind of, 
I've not even been listening to anything recently of any. I just keep listening to the old same shit I keep listening to. I think it's just me though. I think I'm just tired. Like I say, I've, I've, not, I've slept about four hours in two days or something. Like last night was the last night I got some good sleep. But the last two days, my kid, my kid, man, he's doing my head in. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like he's killing me slowly. I, mean, I, can't, I can't particularly like relate to that. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone has got kids except for me, do they? No. We're all so, intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just got like yeah. black eyes. You, you know, do look very tired. You, you've got very heavy bags now. Well, I started the gym again this week, didn't I? Because yeah. they're open, because it's not locked down anymore. And I, I, I just, I'm fucked. I feel absolutely <laughs> fucked. Yeah, I couldn't lift anything. There was that old bloke that were in there. I had a pacemaker and everything, lifting like twice as much as me, <laughs> laughing at me. I'm just like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, do you do anything for exercise, Corey? Do you not bother? Was it was it actually a pacemaker or was it yeah, like it that? It's got going on, which had loads of energy stored in it. Oh no! It's, <laughs> I hope it wasn't. Well, I don't know if I hope it was or it wasn't. Like, I don't even know. But he showed me his pacemaker, and he's got like chunks of his legs cut out and like his arm and shit and he's just like Frankenstein and he's lifting like I don't know 50k more than me and I'm just like this is stupid I'm a big bold bastard I can't lift anything so I need oh, to no. get back in you need, need, you need to, to rest actually though you need to rest it's not it's not good exercise without any rest though yeah I've got that's the nice as well that's that's my perspective on it as well really like I, I feel the rest thing is integral so that's why I like to do the one two days without sleep then get like 20 hours straight <laughs> I feel it's just a good yeah well, I'm, I'm like fasting but we sleep does it work or do you feel like death I'm, I have, I'm tired all yeah. the time no I was gonna say I have read there was there's some kind of study that says you can't actually catch up on missed sleep if you miss it, you can't technically make up for it later on. It doesn't work that way. Uh, so you, uh, right. have, you have to get it all. So, How many hours do you get after? I try and get at least seven. Like I, I, I've got the, uh, I've got a Fitbit, um, and it actually tracks how well you sleep every day. So you, you can, and it gives you a score. It actually grades how well you sleep, which is really good. So it's, I know it sounds bad, but it is, it is really good. Um, and I got I got a 93 last Tuesday, which I was really proud of. I've never been in the Ooh. 90s before, so I got eight and a half hours sleep. Yeah, that sounds so good. That's when when you don't have kids, you get eight and a half hours sleep. I get like five during the week, and like on the weekend, not much. <laughs> five, five, five. I wouldn't even say five. It's like between four and five all mm. week. It's only recently that I started sleeping well again. I don't know why, but yeah. What, what have you been doing during uh, lockdown, Corey? Like, have you been watching any films or anything? Or I know you're an anime buff, and we've been talking about Pokemon before we came on because we're both Pokemon masters. <laughs> you slightly better than me. But... Sorry to go off on a slight tangent here. Yeah, but I am planning. I am planning on promoting my music throughout this. And I feel what I feel. One of the big things with music, I'm sure you're familiar with the term sex sells. The problem yeah. is if I go into everything I've spent lockdown doing, for the most part, all of it is pretty much like sex appeal repellent. <laughs> so I feel like discussing the fact I've spent like, I don't know, 10 hours a day on World of Warcraft for the past like <laughs> months, you know, sort of dissuade people from any sort of... <laughs> I have been helping out with, uh, especially earlier on with the 
with the Sunbird stuff, the uh, live stream gigs, doing videography. I played some. I did yeah, music. Editor's cover was nice. Yeah, that actually got flagged within like seconds of being posted for copyright. Oh, so like, the mic then. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even able to like they wouldn't have been able to monetize that video you know i mean youtube's just like one of those platforms that's degraded massively yeah i mean we, we tried to do a bit of youtube before didn't we i think it were yeah. just a minefield of bullshit it's tough it's tough to get into yeah there's a there's a, a bar of entry and then you have to get past it and once you pass that then even then though you still have to work hard you have to work every single day at youtube otherwise you're yeah. fucked because people, you watch one video, people forget it within five minutes. So you have to just keep pumping out content. It is really tough. It's like anything online, though, isn't it? You've got to do it every single day. Yeah. Same with being in a band. When it, when it comes to YouTube stuff, there are a couple of approaches you can take. Because you can be one of those channels that puts a video out like once every two weeks. But you have a Patreon. Yeah. You just yeah. give them like the offcuts of any video you made. You know? and then, yeah, yeah. There's only one channel that is successful like that it's Jontron where he, he can make one video every like three months or even six months and he still gets like 60 million views every video just because his content is that good there's, um, a, there's people like that I watch um, there's a guy called Michael Reeves I think he's from Hawaii actually but um, he got kicked out of like college and then started teaching himself coding and now makes loads of like weird robots like he made a tickle me Momo that um, detected what race the person looking at it was. <laughs> oh, wow. so based on the is, is he the one who did the glitter bomb? The glitter bomb, is no, that him? That, that was Mark Rober. Mark Rober, right. Yeah, I like him as well. 12 videos a year, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's, that is another one on YouTube. If, if you invent stuff, uh, that's like big money on YouTube. People just love seeing people make stuff on YouTube, so... Um, there's another channel similar called Stuff Made Here. It was really good. Is that the one where he, he made a basketball hoop that you yeah, can yeah. never miss? Yeah, that guy. I've seen that as well. Literally, this yeah. guy he made he made a basketball hoop that moves. So you oh, nice. chuck it, it always goes in. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I do like watching the uh, sort of technology and innovation sort of stuff. Yeah. I've, I've just signed up to the uh, Bill Gates podcast. And even though he's been, yeah, he's a bit of a gimp. He does it with this woman. Um, <laughs> He's a bit of a gimp, but <laughs> I, I, I like listening to him talk because he's just absolutely, you know, beyond intelligence. Like, mm-hmm. but he's just—I don't know. Some stuff he says, I'm just like, ugh. so rich, aren't you? All oh, right, okay. Just like I don't know, like college fees and stuff. Or why should it be free and shit? And oh, is he? I don't know. Yeah, I see his point yeah. because he's trying to say like there should be competition to uh, people being innovative and stuff and sort of striving for it rather than, I don't know, yeah. I think if, you, if you're not struggling, it, it seems to be like that thing with music, like you can only make good music if you're in pain and stuff. And yeah. it's just like, I don't think that's completely true, to be honest. But it should be a level playing field. Like if you're rich, for example, you can't pay off a university to let you into it. Or things like Oxford or, you know, like, uh, what's the other one? But Eaton shouldn't be a charity. I mean, what's that about? It's, it is a double-edged sword, though, because granted, yeah, the, you know, Oxford's got um, 
what, like 27 out of the past, like 55 prime ministers or whatever. But also you're paying for the highest suicide rates out of any university in the country. So, uh, really? Yeah, Cambridge and uh, Oxford are one and two, respectively. Yeah, I can imagine the, uh, the the intensity of it must drive a lot of people mad because that's what Bill Gates says as well. He said, like, back in his 20s, you know, he was hardcore working every single day and expecting everyone to do the same. And if they didn't, he'd call them out on it. And it's like, not everyone is built like that. It does so come Bill- down to another issue in of itself, though, as well, where you've got you've got this like perpetual like reinforcement of the fact that people should be putting in constant work and doing stuff all the time, but then that's not accurately reflected within like any form of work and labour. Well, that's another thing he said. He said he hires lazy people because he knows that they'll be able to do the job quicker. Yeah, you have to find an easy way to do it. So you exactly, yeah. you get shortcuts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So we had a bit of a technical problem there, gentlemen. I don't know what seemed to have gone on there, but uh, Corey, you're back in the room. Shazam! Yeah. I've changed my background as well. Yeah, I'm now mid-city escape. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I thought it'd be a nice little time to um, go through the movies of my mind. Have we come to call it? Uh, movies of my mind. I was going to say we've not got a, a title for this yet. Movies of my mind. Just change yeah. the title every time. Like I'm not going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind movies. So a different um, costume for every name that you give it. Yeah. <laughs> right, I've got two films here that are real and one that is fake, mm. and it's your job to decide which is fake. Are you ready? Yes, never. I'm as ready. I feel like I was born to do this. I feel this is the pinnacle of the past 23 years of my life. Let's go. Yes. Well, you actually emailed me after the first episode of the second one, um, (laughs) expressing your love. (laughs) Yeah, you're expressing your love for uh, Richard, whatever it was, Dick, (laughs) (laughs) or to the power. I can't remember what it was called. Peter Power. Actually, copyrighted. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Powerful Dick or something like that. That's dangerous, Dick. That's the one. Uh, He was like, you need to copyright that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Right, film number one. Night of the Living Dildo. On the night of the 2016 American presidential election, Jennifer Coleman, a single woman in her mid-30s, attends a lingerie party hosted by a friend from her local book club. After one too many margaritas, Jennifer decides to invest in a sex toy named Big Don, a large orange dildo with a tip sculpted in the shape of Donald Trump's face. All seems well at the party, as Hillary Clinton leads in the polls, but as Trump starts to take the lead further on into the night, her handbag vibrates and judges across the floor erratically. When the dildo takes on a life of its own, will these women find the courage to stand up to this new terror or truly be grabbed by the pussy? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) <laughs> this one mm, I like the idea but how would they get across using the likeness of Donald Trump as a dildo would they be able to do that is that legal and is there any ramps they can't get up you have to watch the film to find out <laughs> like I would have heard of that one that seems quite topical where would the plot go as well What, what what's the actual plot is she Getting that's all I've got. That's what I just wrote. Yeah. I just uh, got the synopsis. Okay. Then, so. Right. Okay. 
I'm struggling to see where that plot would go, so that to me is sounding slightly fake, but okay. here's the two first, I guess. We'll see. Right, okay. It does very much come off as like, uh, oh no, there's, you know, a 10 inch long vibrating across the floor towards me. Well, if it's, if it's possessed, it could possess, potentially grow arms. That's what I'm thinking. But, uh, <laughs> I'm seeing it. I couldn't really, really comment mm, on that one. Okay. Next one. Mm-hmm. Good night, vagina. <laughs> Said like that, with that tone. <laughs> Good night, yeah. vagina. Good night, vagina. Good night, comma, vagina. Oh, okay, yeah. Meg March is an ecocentric woman in her 40s who, while getting her regular bikini wax, discovers that one of her wax's other customers will soon be getting a labiaplasty operation. Labia. Labiaplasty, okay. Okay. While, while there are no compelling reasons for Meg to have the surgery, she becomes malignly obsessed with the idea of getting a new vagina and makes arrangements with the plastic surgeon, Dr. Milstein, to have her privates overhauled at the cost of $24,000. When her parents refuse to lend her the money for the operation, Meg turns to a life of crime to foot the bill. But come the day of the surgery, don't things don't go quite as planned as they should do. So... <laughs> What do you think about? Oh, is that it? They're they're going to leave us on a cliffhanger. They're not going to tell us. A vagina. I have. I feel Dr. Tilstein is just a name you couldn't come up with. (laughs) Okay. Also, labioplasty as well. Also, the grammar of putting a comma between uh, goodbye and vagina. I don't know if that's something you commonly do. I want to touch on that as well because you read it as like like a flirty goodnight vagina. Ah. Realistically, it could very much be a goodnight vagina. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, in shock, this shouldn't be happening. Yeah. 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 That also gives me an impression you had a specific way this should go. So it's one or the other. Ah, I, don't think, I don't think you came up with the name Dr. Tilstein. On, on that subject, uh, Corey, are you actually studying psychology? Uh, no, I've got a degree in it. Well, there you go then. So this is unfair <laughs> because you're reading me. You're reading me like uh, some sort of puppet, aren't you? Can we just like rattle off the names of some of the characters you've created in the past? It's <laughs> Doctor Dangerous Dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Powerful Broom. <laughs> Mr. Powerful Broom is a powerful, <laughs> powerful character. I mean, even if we go to the band characters, though, you've got what? Sex Wizard. Yeah. The Pimp. Granny yeah. DeVito. Yeah. You don't, you don't particularly have, like, a history of real names involved. <laughs> I mean, uh, Just descriptive names. Yeah. The Oil Baron is another one. Yes, the, uh, the Oil Baron. The Oil yeah. Baron. It's quite funny, actually. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe we should start naming these characters. Actually, naming them properly. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I do in my own head, but I don't actually ever tell anyone. Your head cannon. Yeah. Yeah. So they've all got like mental birth certificates. Yeah. I want to know what, what's, all... what's Constable Trotter's first name. Uh, Constable. Con- no. <laughs> Is that his first name, Constable? It's it's it's, pre- it's pronounced Constable. Constable. Oh, Constable. It's, so it's not yeah. just his title, it's his name. It's Constable. No, it's Con- Constable. Constable. Stubbles. Stubbles the middle name. Stubbles his middle yeah. name, right. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Are you are you ready for the last film? Lord of the G-Strings, the female ship of the strings. This one's real, I've <laughs> mm-hmm. Diddle yeah, Earth is once 
Diddle Earth is once again threatened by the evil weapon known as the G-String. Smirnoff the Wizard enlists three Frobbists from Frobbington <laughs> to go up against the forces of evil, namely Soras. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> The wizard and the uh, sorry, so asked the wizard and the one that continually searches for his precious Balaam. Will the three frobbits, Dildo Saggins, Horny, and Spam, survive their quest and de- destroy the G string in the chasm of Mount Party Pooper? Better yet, will we cur? This has to be real. This is just a, this is like a normal porn parody, isn't it? I reckon. Yeah, it does have that sort of vibe from a connoisseur of the, uh, of, the <laughs> <arts>. <laughs> of the porn parody. <laughs> Because what's, what's, what's um, you might have seen it, a friend, of course. <laughs> yeah. What's concerning? What's concerning is that you are all very sure that that was a point straight away. It's gotta be. Hundred percent. It's gotta be. <laughs> so it was a good which, title which... I saw recently. It was a parody of, porn, uh, of uh, Power Rangers. Can you guess how they changed it to make it a point parody? They just changed one letter, but it just made it amazing. One letter uh, to change Power Rangers into a point parody. Go on. You know I guess? No. They just changed Power Bangers. Just changed the R to a B and it became Power Bangers. <laughs> Which I just thought was so clever. You could change one letter and change it so, so much. It, it's worth looking up any of them. The, the poke, the Strokemon one. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Is that the one where they actually shagged Pikachu? With this woman dressed up and she's just disgusted. It looks horrible. It's a woman she painted she painted like bright yellow. Yeah. And got like, you know, Robert Smith kind of going yeah, on. Yeah, it's so. disgusting. It's not nice that. What's your favourite title for said movies? Mine's always and probably always will be Schindler's Fist. <laughs> There's a good one that. That is so offensive. It's <laughs> the best. It's the best one. I think Power Bangers is mine. It's pretty funny. It's just so yeah. clever. I don't watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what was your favourite film out of them three? Was it uh, Night of the Living Dildo, Good Night Vagina, or Lord of the G-Strings, The Female Ship of the Strings? Which was your favourite and which was fake? I think, I think my favourite was Good Night Vagina, purely because of all the different ways you could pronounce the title. Yes. Okay. Whatever way you say it, it's still funny. <laughs> Which do you think is fake? The first one. Yeah, I'm going to say the yeah. first one's fake. I, I just thought you can, you can get away with the licensing issues of using Donald Trump. His face is a, is a dildo, so I'm just going to use that for that reason. Okay, okay. David, what would you think? Well, they all sound very, very terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I did like Goodnight Vagina for the same reasons. Um, well, the first one has to be fake. It has to be. I hate you all. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first time I've got right. The first time you, everyone's got it right. A clean sweep. Yeah. Do you not think that would be a good film, though? Like, Where would it go, though? Oh, you got to think of it. you got to think out of the box. Like, have you ever seen um, Chucky? Yeah, I was going to say it's like Chucky, but. It's like Child's Play, isn't it? Like, where, how could a dog kill you? <laughs> no, it's not. It, 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 it could grow arms. Have you not seen them things where they've got a little thing on, like, like that? Like, pretend I'm the, the, the bell, and that's the little... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they could use that. Do you know the ones with the, like, rubber, the rubbers, like, the suction cuppy bit, so you can stick it to wall? It could, it could be something like that, so one person has to throw the dildo 
and it's got the suction cup on the end, it sticks to something and then it attacks the nearest target and they have to <laughs> think it's someone else. And then it's you not just imagine the scenes of it crawling up someone's leg. I think I'd rather see instead of a horror film though, I reckon I'd rather see um an action film, like a Rambo film. With uh, okay. I've I've seen have you seen those pictures of Photoshop Donald Trump with like the huge muscly body and the machine gun? Yeah, his face. Really I'd love that. I'd love to see an action film like a Rambo style film just with Trump. What what would it be called? No, no, it should no. be Chloe Moretz. Chloe Moretz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw you keep posting them memes a while back, and I was laughing at every single one of them. <laughs> That Chloe Moretz grow it as well, it absolutely buffers out. Yeah, I think I've got like a month of profile pictures and it's all ripped Chloe Moretz. <laughs> Where did that come from? Where did that start? Um, it started off on Reddit in a bodybuilding thread. Oh. People started, someone noticed that she's actually got a very short to- like torso for a height. So yeah. she's got long legs and a short torso, which is like the ideal show body. So what sort of music have you been listening to, Corey, except from what you've stated already? Is there anything that is sort of grabbed you that's like new, or is it all staying in the, uh, I don't know, in the past? As far as really recent music, um, Rise Against brought out a new track, which was for uh, a new DC animated thing. I think that were it. I think it was Batman Death Metal or something. Uh, they brought... <laughs> you call my song title shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the animated series. Uh, the song right. Broken Dreams Incorporated. Uh, That's really good. Uh, so so what look? What local bands have you heard? What songs have you have you heard from local stuff that you've sort of enjoyed? I really like, I really like Terry's music. Though. Yeah, first time I heard it last week. Brilliant, really good. Yeah, Terry's phenomenal. Um, There's myself. I listen yes. to my own music. I don't know if it's a ego thing, but I, I feel it's I quite always do it. Reach a point in my life where I can listen to my own music and not cringe and actually enjoy. <laughs> a friend of mine called Zero's been uh, recently recording all these like unrecorded songs. Um, oh, okay. So recently, but well, recording. He's doing videos for him to go on to YouTube. He put one of them, which is like a song that's very sentimental and dear to my heart, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Shadow Company as well. I do like listening to their stuff on... Um, that's Martin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't massively do the uh, do heavy music much at all, uh, but according to my, like, Spotify wrapped thing, I do. Like, I think my third you know- most genre was, uh, was Gent. Oh, and I had like melodic post hardcore or something as well. So, what was your top track? It was Enter Shikari. You know it what was? Yeah, it was Womanizer. No, well, the, the thing about me is, I'm gonna say this, and everyone's gonna say bullshit, liar, but I share my Spotify with my daughter and my girlfriend. So, my top track of 2020 or whatever year we're in was uh, Ugly Christmas Sweater by Wenji. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is a Wenji? 
Is this Google like it, game where you make up song titles and we have to? No. Get, we have to get what we know. All I can get from my daughter is that she's a YouTuber. Wengie. Wengie. So W E N G I E. Well, it's clearly you because you know how to spell it, and it's not even <laughs> real. I've never. I've heard of her listening to her, but I've never heard of this song, so it completely baffled me. But the thing is, it says the most plays it had was like August. It's a Christmas song, so I'm like, to my daughter, what, what are you doing? <clears throat> I'm not that big a, a Christmas song person, but I do, I do have a special spot in my heart for um, <laughs> if you're familiar with the Yogs cast who started out like doing Minecraft videos and shit. Oh no, not seen that. They used to do Christmas parodies, and then they have um, a few people who joined them called Hat Films, and Hat Films are the guys who did all the Minecraft videos for the South Park episode of Minecraft. But right. every December they do something called a jingle jam and these three guys have films make an entire album in a live stream online. Right. They do some really good Christmas songs such as uh, Pleasure Elf. Which Pleasure is, Elf. Yep. <laughs> I want to listen to that. The so line, just... I can pleasure my elf. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Yogs cast themselves did another great one called Carrot for a Cock, which is uh, <laughs> another good one I love. I was uh, about to say, I'm sure my daughter knows these, but I really hope she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> think I am Ill-fitting skin and bruised bones leave leaks Venonition So what a cessation feels so far away No amount of prose will decorate my what a cessation feels so far away No amount of prose will decorate my idleness Uneasy is a head that wears a crown Heavy is the heart that sits on the throne Take me home, home, home Take me home, home, home My hand is forced, but I know in my shadow the pen is mightier. 
The heart that sits on the throne. I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, do you watch the news, Corey? I try to avoid it. Well, after I've actually got some uh, news articles of the week that he'd like to share with us. This guy having sex with chickens. No, I've already had that one last week. Having <laughs> <laughs> sex with chickens? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, sex with chickens in a great day. Yeah. Oh, I was looking at the same street, is it? Good boy. Yeah, 100%. Does he have a farm? Does he have a little farm in his back behind? No, no it, was, uh, it was at the stables in Aussie. <laughs> he only got <laughs> from there as well. He did get, like, he got banned from the one place and, like, an 85 quid fine until more stuff came up. Like, well, because he killed the chickens, like, and then he got... Jesus! And then he got, then he got banned from uh, the stables in Aussie, and that was it. Well, yeah, <laughs> that'd be the first thing you'd uh, do. There was one of the defences, like, quotes in the, in the news about it, where he said, he has shown that he can stick to commitments <laughs> and he's given from, like, or whatever, because actually in 2016 he had sex with a horse. Oh... I don't think I can ever have sex with a horse. The, not not for the, just for the moral <laughs> reasons, but I'd, I'd be frightened and I'm going to get kicked in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'd never ever go behind a horse for that reason. So so what, yeah. so what you're saying is you'd go for a chicken? Yeah, maybe a chicken. Yeah. Chicken. <laughs> well, how would you even catch a chicken? How would you even catch it? I, I don't I'm know. Like, lock it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 yeah Mickey if he's fast enough. Catch chickens. If he's fast yeah, enough. Yeah. Then you can become heavyweight champion as well. I, I, I was riding all over the place now in your hands and stuff. They're quite powerful, aren't they, chickens? So, oh, yeah. 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 Wait, did I hear that right? They are quite powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> Strong lads. Strong chicken lads. Every word of it. I would ever describe a chicken as. I don't think powerful is up there. <laughs> At least it'll pull you down. 
Yeah, it cool you down as you're trying to catch it. So oh, no, like, to, just just tell on. us what, what no, tell us what animal you'd go for then since you brought this topic up. What would be your <laughs> ideal animal? Well, I'd, I'd have to think about this. Let's see. All right. I mean, it's not something I've thought about before, and that's why I'm saying. Right, yeah. Uh, You're looking at your window. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that without, yeah, discriminate uh, without incriminating myself. So maybe I shouldn't answer right. it. Right. No. Have you got an Have you got an animal? I haven't. No. Haven't <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> Tell us the news, Afi. Uh, Adolf Hitler elected in Namibia's local council elections, but has no plans for world domination. There's a guy called Adolf Hitler. There's a guy called Adolf Hitler, so... Um, is that his birth name? Yeah. Where's he uh, from? Should, he's from Namibia. Uh, let's have a look. Namibia? Oh, Namibia, in Africa. How's he called <laughs> Adolf Hitler? So... <laughs> his, his first name is Unoa, so U-U-N-O-N-A. Unona. His middle name is Adolf and his last name is Hitler. <laughs> oh, wow. Unona Adolf Hitler, 54, was elected as a local politician for the town of Ompunja in the north of the country with 85% of the vote. Um, his, parents, his parents have played a horrible trick on him, haven't they? Yes, he has. Yes. Um, let's see. So he said, speaking to the German news website Bild, he said his father gave him the name without understanding who the Nazi leader was or what he stood for. So Bullshit. there you go. <laughs> There's no way you go from the first name, which... <laughs> How do you go from that to Adolf? Well, there's, there's another side note. It says, Namibia, it's a former German colony, so it's not unusual for streets, places, and people to have German names. But still, you would know who fucking Hitler is, for fuck's sake. You can't be that stupid. Especially if it were a German colony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... It's, yeah, it's pretty common knowledge, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Right, so that's story number one. Um, there's another one. Uh, Ultra-conservative EU politician resigns after breaking COVID laws by attending 25-man orgy. Yeah. So... Where was this? Uh, this was... Let's have a oh, look. I, I read this, yeah. It looks, it looks like he'd do that as well. <laughs> is it Hungarian? This is Hungary. Yeah. Hungary. Yeah, he's some kind of ultra-conservative guy. I'm surprised he backed down, to be honest, because like these days, conservatives are just kind of... They can get away with murder these days, can't they? Yeah. So, it's, so... it's because he's a politician with anti-gay stances. Ah, right. This is what I mean. How many times has this happened where people mm. that are anti-gay have become, like, you know, well into it, like, knuckle-deep? <laughs> this deep. <laughs> happens all the time like yeah. the amount of articles I've seen of people that is like no no gay should burn in hell and then they're like you know getting fisted on the weekend yeah, like yeah. this next one it, the title is more crazy than the actual story but it just says I just saw it it sounded funny uh, baby is 27 years old just 18 months younger than her mum uh, which is a bit of a weird one <laughs> ba- baby is 27, 27 years, years old. old yeah when I saw that I was like what the fuck but it's um, <laughs> name, let's have a look so yeah, the baby was born using an embryo frozen back in October 1992. Fucking hell, wow. Um, she was and less than two years after her mother Tina was born. So her mum was born in 91 and the sperm was frozen back in 1992. Sorry, the embryo was frozen back in 1992. So technically the kid is only 18 months younger than its mum. That's mental. It's kind of insane. It is like time travel, isn't it, Corey? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But yeah, that's the closest we've got to time travel, I'd say. 
No, the closest we've got is stepping over borderlines. Explain yourself. I don't know what you mean. Time zones. Say if you're between states in America and one state's on a six-hour time difference from UK and one's on a five, the moment you step over that line, even if it's one step, you've travelled an hour. Mm-hmm. That's 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> He's got you there. <laughs> I've got you there, Corey. <laughs> oh, it has existed for that long, that's what I mean. You yeah. go immediately an hour by taking that one step. So that's yeah, close. Frozen. Travel I reckon you frozen. can incorporate this frozen element. Into, you can incorporate this into one of your your movies. Your one of your head movies. Time traveling fetus. Time traveling uh, fetus. Yeah. That, that's the title of the film. Time traveling fetus. <laughs> time traveling fetus. Accidentally named Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Wins Namibian election. And then has six wheel pig. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's a long that's like a Fallout Boy movie title (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's a bit of a kind of a serious one have you you heard about the one the thunder snow in Scotland it's caused explosions to occur oh yeah there's uh, some I don't know why but some severe thunderstorm it's uh, a bunch of Scots have rung 999 over explosions you can see like fires in Scotland caused by a thunderstorm oh thunder and lightning was the cause of it uh, but thunder and lightning was the cause of explosions in Scotland. But so, what is it? Is it hitting something that's got like a power must source? Have, or is it? Must have done, yeah. Um, right. But I don't know. Is this is this another element of our weather, our global weather? Freaking yeah, change, uh, freak out, yeah. Yeah, it's it all comes down to that, like, um, to like Donald Trump not signing the Paris Agreement and stuff like yeah. that. It's like, why, why would you do that? I don't get it. Why, and why did so many Brim. people get angry at a little girl trying to save, like, save the planet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because he, he's only like 70 years old, he doesn't care if he fucks the planet up. Most, most conservatives are like 80 years old, so they, they don't really care. They just want to get the yeah. money and then uh, just be done with it. Who gives a fuck about the planet? But that's essentially yeah. I think I think a lot of the whole like opposition to Greta Thunberg sort of just comes from like ego defense if anything anyway because mm. the moment mm. you see a child that's like doing something good and becoming more successful than you yeah people just kick off yeah, she's clearly smarter than most adults yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 my favorite were the conspiracy theories though oh they, they were they were good. People were like claiming that her parents were like actors and teaching her yeah. to do all this with the background. I think one of them like did some song in theatre and one of them taught dance or something. <laughs> you know, it's Yeah. What what annoyed me is when I was reading um they were saying, Oh, her scripts are all wrote by her parents or wrote, wrote by someone else. It's like, what do you think about Donald Trump or any other prime minister? <laughs> yeah. Do you actually yeah. think they write their own bloody script? Do they heck? They say what no, they bloody want to a bloody writer. Yeah. You are. They expected, like, improv or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, have you ever seen um, that film with Mike Myers where the my, I Married an Axe Wielded Murderer mm. or something? Yeah, yeah. It does that like, spoken yeah. poetry. Woman! Yeah. Woman! <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> he makes me horny. <laughs> like that. Starts doing that. Ice caps are melting. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I didn't get it. I've ordered a book because uh, I wanted to read that. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just very sick to death of like people just. Like, I'm not an intelligent person, but I won't grab at stuff and go, ah, it's definitely that. Mm. And, like, not have any thought process into if it's bullshit or not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get where this is coming from. Yeah. Well, uh, on a bit of a lighter note, the last story. Um, so, the celebration, they've seen the celebrations advent calendar. So, apparently, they've, they've been trolling people by putting bounties in the first four days. It's just been nothing but bounties for the first four days. I'm, I'm hoping every single every single day is bounty in this celebration advent calendar. That'd be brilliant. I, I I've got that. I like bounties. I don't know why people are so aggressive yeah. about bounty here. Bounties are nice. I think bounties might be. My, I, I don't really eat chocolate. I mean, mm. I mean, believe it or not, like, but yeah, I think bounties are might be my favourite. Really They're good. Yeah, I like them. I don't get the hate. But I do like right, that. It's been lovely talking to you. Um, not only joking, <laughs> but yeah. No, I can't agree with you there. <laughs> they always stay, no matter what party I go to. You don't even eat them. Left in the tub. Oh, no, wow. left in the tub. Yeah. Nice. Wow. No. I mean, my girlfriend's a baker now, so we don't need to buy chocolate anymore. It's, no. it's, it's so much better. But, I know what advent calendar to get you now. Just get this for you. Yeah. It's just all bounty. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I'd launch it at your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any more news, or is that? Uh, that's that's the last one? one. That's the last one. Five. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I turned the news on the other day, and they're talking about um, trying to make a deal with Europe. Is that not a thing? Still, they've been doing that for like five years now, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it's coming up soon. Brexit. It's like first mm-hmm. of January, isn't it? Yep. So, do you, <laughs> did you ever travel, Corey? See, because you could you could do well like going to Germany and doing your solo stuff and stuff like that because like I know our guitarist went quite a few times and he said they look after you so well like you get your food you get paid you get a drink you get, you get to stay over it's like proper proper good like especially if you're not with a band because you're not lugging everything around and uh, obviously I don't think that's going to be possible for a lot of people anymore it's one of those you know I've been over the past however many years of constant like deterioration of everything just led to, I mean, by the fact I'm quite a pest, anyway, <laughs> led to this like lingering sense of apathy regarding anything to music. To put this on a light note, you know. No, it's true. Like, we were sort of lucky growing up in the 90s because I thought like the 90s were quite a good time, personally. Like, you had like the, just like Accrington Town Centre and stuff was actually like not full of zombies. Like it was actually busy. I know you can't believe it, but like it was actually busy in like a nice ish place. And like there was music and I don't know, quite a varied sort of. I mean, obviously the internet were coming and everything, there were a bit of excitement and that. And you just sort of, how old are you now, Corey? Are you like early 20s or something? 23. The big problems with what I mentioned about perpetually being in an email phase as well, because obviously that's the thing like when you're 15 or whatever. But now, since I turned 23, I'm now closer to 30 than I am to 15. Yeah. I'm closer to 30 than an actual valid emo phase. <laughs> Corey's just looking a bit amused there. You look like yeah. you need some sleep, Corey. You look like you need to uh, get yourself to bed, lad. 
I was just I was just trying to process like what the fuck were going on. Yeah. <laughs> Did, was it like that sort of thing where you haven't slept for that long and then sometimes like I when I'm at work sometimes because I work six till six, I'll be there at night and I'll sort of just like start getting a bit dizzy ish and sick feeling and then sort of start seeing stuff out of the corner of my eye. Oh, Thinking, yeah. what the fuck with that? Yeah. Do you get do you get stuff like that, Corey, or not? No. Do you not? <laughs> no. What do you do when you're staying up all night, Corey? And don't get rude. <laughs> uh, well, I've managed to watch like every episode of Peep Show in like a week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bit more than a week, but it's it's not it's not taken long. Um, yeah, I did mention earlier I've watched like everything on Netflix. I made a list actually of all the anime I've watched. <laughs> well, t- tell us one or two. Tell us one or two because Afi's just started getting into it. So I'm just like watching it now. It's on my phone, so I'm gonna have to dip for a second. The problem is everything. A lot of them are Netflix anime, and the problem the problem with that is they use like the same five voice actors. Oh, <laughs> right. For every single one. Yeah. Um, there's one. I think this one is on Netflix called Backstreet Girls. I highly, highly, highly recommend. It's, Backstreet um, Girls. <laughs> yeah, it's about three. It's about three guys in the yakuza, yeah. like the Japanese mafia. And um, they fail a job, and they go into like the boss's office, and he's uh, cutting people's fingers off for failing a job, and decides with these guys, <laughs> they have to go to Thailand for gender reassignment and become a pop, <laughs> become pop idols in Japan on behalf of the Yakuza. Oh, where do you God. watch? Where, 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 where's, where's this? How can you watch that's this? On Netflix, no, it's not. Yeah. It's on the English Netflix. Yeah. Right, I'll it's watch that tonight. My favourite one's been Kangaroo Shura for ages. Yeah. I don't think I've, I don't think I've watched one better. I like it's like fighting. Yeah. There was something I watched which were really good, but I think it I think it was Chinese actually. But um on Netflix as well, called Scissor Seven. Oh yeah, that's good. It's it's sort of about a guy who works at a hairdresser's and he and his power is like he can psychokinesis scissors. <laughs> and this sounds like straight out of Jamie's head, that. <laughs> I, I was going to say, working the plot go like a Donald <laughs> Trump film. It's actually really good. Um, there's a there's a chicken that's ripped. All right. <laughs> Always comes back to chickens, doesn't it? I know, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got a yeah. powerful chicken. He's ripped. He's a powerful chicken. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. see? No, he's a powerful chicken. Hey. So, we have feelings of powerful chicken. I've been called out on my criticism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you feel attacked? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I came back for a good time. I feel so <laughs> So, Corey, we're, we're, we're getting towards the end of our podcast. I think it's been about an hour. <laughs> So I just like to any of the stuff I do at any point. By the way, that's that's basically what I was going to ask. Now, I I want you to tell us what you do. (laughs) Tell us about your sound. Tell us everything you want to tell us. I want I want you to just have a free reign for the next ten minutes. Right. So uh, I I I make like 
mouth noise and uh, wiggly air and stuff with a usually with a guitar. So I have like a solo music project. Yeah, that's a, that's all my like whiny emo bullshit. I don't know. I started off with uh, with a band where I did a lot of the screams and growls and stuff for, and uh, then my stuff with the band I'm in at the moment, E Dino, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all major streaming platforms, Facebook, YouTube, etc. E Dino we'll band, we'll put, the band. We'll put it in the uh, we'll put it in the links for you there, pal. <laughs> That's that's all quite like gritty vocals, but it's it's not particularly low. There's a few screams, but uh, my solo music, I don't know. It's just I feel the the more I practice singing, the better I got singing. The the lower (laughs) the lower everything got. You you know when people practice practice vocals and then the range increases and it can sink higher it's like that but the opposite <laughs> I've got like no high range a bit of a mid-range a falsetto range and then like a ooh sort of deal going on what do you do to practice vocals do you like uh, do, you, do you just sing songs or do you have like sort of things that you do I have this really strange like massage routine using gypsy tears below the jawline yeah. Just a quick spread of those across. So you've upset after But it has to be clockwise on one and anti-clockwise on the other. Yeah. See, Afi's had to go and serve his, gyp- his gypsy now because you've upset him. He's left the room and he's gone to tend to his gypsy friend in the cage that he keeps next door. He's had to feed him. How would you feel about that? That's not very nice, is it? Uh, Come no, on, tell, tell, tell me some more. Tell me some more. No routine. Um... All my songs, I feel, I feel I've got like quite a weird songwriting process compared to most, where I just write poems in my free time, and then sometimes if I'm playing a guitar, I'll hear something that'll sound nice, I guess. And then, I don't know if this is a bit of a cop-out, but rather rather than like write something and put it together like, yes, this needs these words, it's more, right, I've got something nice and a shit ton of like poems, so what can I nick from these poems so yeah. I don't write lyrics? Yeah. Where did so, it stem from? Like, where, Why did you start? Uh, it was always like quite big with my... Uh, dad I guess he used to play guitar and then he would when he was younger he was messing with someone's motorbike and then locked end of one of his fingers off and then had to swap jeez significantly worse at guitar (laughs) he's always had this like wanting me to get into guitar sort of thing so I ended up just having lessons uh, maybe when I was like 12 or something ended up getting into the music scene through that i guess because we came to all the local music stuff this were back when pack was plow acoustic club when it were running ozzle twistle do you want to just touch on that and what pack is because some people might not know so pack is pangenics acoustic club run by zero mark fox um it's just a local event we run a 
on Wednesdays it's an open mic but there are special guest slots and then there's multiple events through the year like you've played at the uh, at some of the weekend have you done just the one weekend or done a couple um I think we played twice didn't we have it yeah, um, twice. twice yeah yeah so originally we were running two weekenders a year obviously because of funding everything's a bit up in the air at the moment so we don't know if it'll be both weekenders to year but we have um an art gallery upstairs at the weekenders oh. usually and um two stages so the upstairs with the art gallery is an acoustic stage hmm. downstairs the live bands but the uh there isn't stuff playing at the same time so there's no like um, noise interference either way so you if you're wanting to listen to someone acoustic you don't have to worry about like a punk band on downstairs it's more for change over times uh, yeah some good memories actually at the uh at them, them events because uh i won't go into why but uh <laughs> <good>. <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> you dressed as the pig i remember that <laughs> in the disabled toilets yes yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> i still find uh, that weird that, that she likes that <laughs> yeah something about the pigs that like, of all the characters it's the pig hmm. yeah <laughs> She got big that night. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, what am I like? And uh, so, go on, Corey, carry on, carry on as you as you were. Yeah, so I, I do all this like uh, all my own stuff is like sort of depressing acoustic ballads I guess uh, I've been told I sound like Morrissey crossed with Robert Smith and I don't particularly take either as the compliment <laughs> it's, it, it's not a bad show <clears throat> it, it is what it is um, Do, are you not I a do... fan of either no? not as people just music <laughs> well, I, like, I like Robert Smith but I mean his entire thing was not really singing in key <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it comes off to me as like, yeah, you got this like really sad voice, but also it's you're not singing the right notes. <laughs> Do you know what? I, 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 when I try and explain this to anyone, they all seem to think I'm a dickhead. But I like singers that aren't the best singers. There's a lot of singers like that where I think they aren't traditionally like technically gifted. Maybe the words or in tune. And they've got a lot and of as well. Yeah, I just, I just think, I don't know. There's something about it that's more human, I guess. Yeah, than... yeah I mean, like I said, you don't have to be a good singer to be a good singer because there's just more to it. I mean, it's like that stuff I, I when I were talking about hotel books. That's mostly like spoken word and shouting. Mm. But as as a full song, it comes off more than that. It's when you start trying to dissect what you're listening to that it just stops being enjoyable. So, yeah, Boob said um, talking about music is like dancing about architecture. <laughs> I don't, don't know who said that. I think it might have been Zit. I heard it from Zane Law once, but I don't know who said it first. But it makes sense because when you try to talk about music, it just comes across as what the fuck are you talking about I sort of thing. Yeah. like say you try and dissect I think this it this is a big thing as well it's hard, it's hard to talk about music without it coming off as like really like pretentious well mm. like I try I try 
to stick with simple terms of Jermaine Artie's touching mouth noise, but uh, it's, um, it's hard sometimes trying to keep yourself in your own head. I yeah. think when you've got so many people saying stuff. This is why I really like like all my solo music. Uh, I do for myself. Like it's written with my own poetry and stuff. Like it's, it's for me, and that's it. All it comes down to the band stuff, though, I really enjoy, especially live gigs, because it's uh, it just completely different. Even the vocal style, the guitar style, it's completely different to what I do outside of that. And it's not that I don't enjoy it; it's just that that is written for us as a three-piece. So it means I've got other people to fall back on. I don't need to, you know, have something strong going like just chords and vocals to carry an entire thing. I've got other people to rely on. It means we can do a lot more with the sound, I guess. Although I remember one guy criticizing my entire band because he found out I don't use guitar pedals. And uh, yeah. and that means that without listening to us, that every single song sounds the same, and that makes us sound like ACDC was the uh, criticism. This is what I mean about trying to keep in your own head, like the amount of things like we've obviously had said about us because. I don't know, because of costumes and all that sort of stuff. And you do start sort of second-guessing yourself sometimes. Well, I do anyway. We've always described the band as, like, drunk rock. Mm. As in, like, if punk was, like, wankered from the get-go. But then it comes down to a point, well, punk sort of historically has been, I guess, quite a lot of the time. Mm. Very so, minimalist, weren't it, so... Yeah, as far, as far as like genre goes, it's not something I really know how to describe. It's like hard rock with like metal influences, but also quite a few of the guitar riffs are funk. And also there's like acoustic songs, but also there's like guttural screams. One song has like a big genty breakdown in it it's, yeah. it just sort of goes all over the place but that's something we write for us in the same in the same way as i write for myself like we tend to write stuff that we have fun playing hmm. and that's something i've found actually uh, with a lot of new music coming through um it used to be a point where like people would say oh you have to have a set genre or at least people thought that you had to have a set genre or whatever and now there's a lot of bands and artists coming through where it's completely <laughs> where it's completely like a mix of stuff like i don't know like just who's that uh, poppy you know that poppy girl and she does like really heavy metal but then it goes into like k-pop and stuff like that and it's like a complete mix of styles and i think I don't know, I prefer that rather than having to listen to the same sound through an album. I don't know, it's, as long as it's an overall sound. That's that's one of the things I really like about it as well, because especially when you get to a point where you're playing a gig for an hour and a half, if you, if you have the one sound, you know, you've got the one sound and people 
a lot of people won't watch an hour and a half gig, especially especially regular like punters at pub. You know, it's so having a little variation always helps. I feel it's uh, it's nice. Yeah, I think something for everyone. Then uh, no one has a crap time, I guess. Well, it's been lovely speaking to you, Corey. Get yourself some, get yourself some sleep, and <laughs> take care of yourself. See ya. Bye. Bye, Rose. Bye, bye. Jokes, but I'm feeling alright I'm apathetic when things go wrong But I don't care cause I'm getting along with myself Superstitious, I take it as a sign that I'm dying.